Welcome to Ministry in Motion, where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Derek Morris. And I'm Anthony Kent. And whether you're a pastor, a lay leader, or an elder in your local church, we're delighted that you've joined us for today's Ministry in Motion. Derek, tell us about today's program. Well, we want to talk about in-depth, interactive Bible study for young adults. Wow, this is an important topic. And you know, it? it really is because one of the great concerns uh, is that young adults are disconnecting from church. Mm. In fact, even young adults are concerned about their peers disconnecting. Yeah. And we've discovered from our guests that we'll be interviewing today that a, a, a meaningful, in-depth, interactive fellowship over, around the Bible is, is a powerful t learning time, but also a powerful bonding time mm. within the Christian community. Yeah. Tell us about our guests. Well, Oleg Kostyuk and Sergio Gonzalez uh, are experienced in leading in-depth interactive Bible study for young adults. We're going to hear about their own journey and about some lessons they've learned that could help pastors and lay leaders launch young adult Bible study groups in the local church. Wonderful, Derek. I'm really looking forward to this. And we're so glad that you're here for a vital topic that could bless your community, bless the young adults within your church. We'll be right back in a moment with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, in-depth interactive Bible study for young adults. And our guests, Ola Kostyuk, Sergio Gonzalez, great to have you with us. Thank you so much. You've Pleasure been an be inspiration to me as I've seen what God's been doing in your lives because we really want to help young adults experience a life-changing encounter with Jesus. Absolutely. So uh, I'd like to get started and talk about your own experience with in-depth interactive Bible study. And Oleg, I know you can perhaps tell us what country you come from because you're obviously from another part of the world. Yeah. Where did you first start discovering about in-depth interactive Bible study groups. Yeah, I, I'm originally from Ukraine, and that's why you can hear my accent. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the first, my first encounter with the scripture happened when I was born, because I was born into a Christian family. But, uh, but when, you, when, when, it's just, uh, when you come and you just become acquainted with the Bible, it's very different from what I experience now. And this is the growth that I've experienced is fascinating to me. And this is what I enjoy. So it's basically from all the way from Ukraine. And it can be, it can be traced all the way to my parents, or maybe even grandparents who taught me what, what the Bible w w said. All right. Uh, Sergio, your first experience with uh, getting into the Bible. Um, you know, it's something that um, I started to do on my own a lot a few years ago. Uh, I was doing... I used to not like Bible studies as much uh, for whatever reason, but I, I really decided to explore it on my own a few years ago. I, I got very into it, and it just so happened that right along that point, you know, got roped into cross-connection and experienced it on a whole different level. And we're going to talk about yeah. that later, but I want to come back to your comment. You, we kind of passed mm -hmm. over and said, uh, for whatever reason, I didn't really get into it. Yeah. What is it about some kind of Bible study groups that particularly for young adults, it mm -hmm. just doesn't work? It, it didn't do it for me because it, it, it seemed to me to be kind of a, a way to get together and use the Bible as kind of a jumping off point to express your own opinions mm. and your own feelings on something. Um, 
kind of taking a cursory glance at the text, so to speak, and just, this is how it makes me feel, or this is how I feel about it. And it wasn't, I wanted to get into it, so I just did it on my own, you know? And uh, then, as you said, it, it developed into something deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. Oleg, when did you first get into a small group, mm -hmm. uh, maybe either as a participant or as a leader, where you began to see something can I say supernatural happening? Yeah. You began to see God working in life-changing ways. Absolutely. Uh, I was, uh, when I graduated from my, uh, I, I did my theology, bachelor's from, in theology. When I graduated from the school, I was assigned for a church and I was a pastor for two years. And it's fascinating because I wasn't really converted even when I was in, in studying theology. But my real conversion happened when I, I mean, real deep conversion, happened when I started opening the Bible together with my other group of young adults and we just started reading the scripture and it started jumping to like jumping all the letters started like becoming alive literally alive and this is when i started seeing jesus christ in the scripture now this was in the ukraine it was in so ukraine, yes. were most of the people in the group of some christian background or i mean that was certainly a time just coming out of communism yeah. did you have some atheists in your group or were they primarily growing up in a christian family? It was, uh, the, the group was very diverse and this is the beauty of the group because we have some agnostics who do not deny God completely but they, they, they do not believe him fully. Right. But there were also believers. But uh, I think the Bible, and, and Sergio is uh, very correct about saying that, uh, stating that Bible studies, they do not uh, yield results if it's just jumping off point. Mm -hmm. Right. Bible is the truth. Yeah. It's the only ultimate truth. Yeah. And in our world of like, rejecting absolutes, this is the only absolute. And this is when people started seeing, and I, I experienced conversion as well. Mm. So you went from doing that as a pastor, mm -hmm. uh, then you went to graduate school. Yes. Did you have any more experience with that, or did yeah. you just set it aside? And, and the reason why I went into graduate school it was actually because I wanted to know more about the scripture. And I did my master's in biblical studies which means digging, digging deeper into the text. Yeah. So it sounds like you, uh, I, I don't know if the word is, that you developed a passion yes. for in-depth, interactive Bible study, mm -hmm. and, and you've continued to grow and to learn along the way. Yes. Now, uh, we're, we're going to talk about the program, mm -hmm. uh, Cross Connection, a little later, but uh, you'd begun to study the Bible yourself, Sergio. Yeah. How did God lead to get you involved to now be a, a teacher? of uh, interactive Bible study for you. You know, it's, it's weird to even hear that. But, um, <laughs> you know, because I, I think back to my college years, I had that very typical college experience of questioning everything, um, taking a step back, because I grew up in a Christian home and thinking, it, do I really even believe this? Is there anything to this? You try out and step into other things and you go, okay, well, there's nothing there, <laughs> you know? And you, you have this longing for truth. What is real out there? What is true? And eventually, you know, it came to the Bible again, came back and started studying. And I remember the first thing that really gripped me was Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. It just spoke to me so powerfully in a way that nothing else ever had and just completely sh just look at, looked at the world completely differently, looked at myself completely differently, looked at my understanding of God completely differently. And it started to develop really on my own personal Bible study and um, it, it, you know, grew from there. You know, I've heard people talk about the Word of God becoming God's Word to them. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that what you're talking about? A absolutely. And, and once, once 
that moment happens, then you can't help but continue to pursue it. You know, because you're, when you're kind of lost adrift, floating away from God, and you, you discover mm -hmm. God in His Word, you can't help but just keep uh, swimming, swimming towards Him. I love the way him. you're smiling yeah. while you're talking about this. <laughs> it's, because I think back and the, the, the place I was in spiritually, mentally at that time of my life, and it's the most incredible thing to encounter God in that way, in His Word, and it absolutely is there. And, and you've got a word you want to share from Scripture. Absolutely. I want to testify what, what, what Sergio is experiencing right now, because <laughs> you experienced exactly what Jesus was talking about in uh, John chapter 8. Verse 31, he said, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what Sergio experienced. He abide, he ab you abide in his word, mm -hmm. and you are his disciples indeed, disciple indeed. And then he Absolutely. continued, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Amen. <laughs> so it's a life-changing journey, Absolutely. and when we come back after the break, we want to talk about some lessons you've learned mm -hmm. as you've both been involved in small group Bible study and, and led, mm -hmm. because I'm sure someone watching, you're saying, I'd like to lead a small group myself. I'd like to experience that joy that I'm seeing on the faces of Sergio and Oleg. And you know that's exactly what God wants, because God doesn't want Bible study to be a boring fill-in-the-blank. God wants His Word to be a life-changing encounter that will transform everything and send you out as a powerful witness for Him to those around you. So after the break, we'll talk about some lessons learned. We'll be right back with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, in-depth interactive Bible study for young adults. Our guests, Oleg Kostyuk, Sergio Gonzalez, great to have you with us. And you know, it's exciting to see that you're like living witnesses of, of, of how this can be a life-changing encounter. Yeah. So let, let's get right into, you, you're both involved in in-depth interactive Bible study. We'll talk about your global television ministry in a little while, but just being in a group, uh, whether participant or teacher, what are some lessons you've learned that, that are really important to make it work? Uh, let me, let me, uh, I, I will just prove something with the Bible text, if you don't mind. Absolutely. But this is very important. Amos, yes. uh, it's Amos chapter 8, verse 11. Amos chapter 8 and verse 11. Yeah, and verse right. 11. I have it here. Uh, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine on the land, not a famine of bread, not a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. Mm. Mm. And I think this is what we are experiencing. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. And young adults, we are, we are fed, we, we are not, I mean, we have bread, we have water, we have a lot of philosophies. Yes. We have a lot of knowledge mm -hmm. as well, because internet is easily accessible. Right. Mm -hmm. But what we do not have, we, I mean, what we do have, we have the famine of of the word. Of the word. You know, in that text, I was interested. It says, the Lord says, I will send a famine. I will, uh, yeah. And you go, wait a minute. I thought he wanted us to hear the word. Mm. But sometimes maybe God allows us to see how destitute our situation yes. is. Yes. Yeah. And, and then we go deep into the text in order to discover himself. So is that a first lesson that you learned? You talked about uh, some Bible study groups that are just like, maybe read a text and then jump off with your right, opinions. Right. Was it going deep into the text that, that made this a life-changing journey for you, Absolutely, Sergio? and really the, the 
re the thing that compels you to want to go deep into the text, which is if you reach a, for me personally, I'd reached a state in my life where I was questioning things, I was unhappy, depressed even, and when you reach that point where you go, I, th I think this is God. I think this is God talking to me. <laughs> mm -hmm. And when you, and it's such a life-altering experience for someone, anyone out there who, who questions whether God even exists. And when you reach that point where, I think this is the living word of God talking to me mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're not going to run and hide. You're going to run after it and want to dig deeper and deeper and, and, and say, give me more, God. And I want to be closer to you. Now, does that guide us in terms of curriculum, Oleg? Do you, do you buy books or do you go to the... Mm. Bible, or what do you think is, is really the yeah. best curriculum for in-depth interactive Bible study group and, for and young again, adults? I can speak from my personal experience, and uh, there is a number of uh, plethora of literature available uh, right now about how to lead Bible studies. Okay. But uh, this is something that worked not only for me, but people who, who were part of the Bible study that we launched in a number of places. Right. And uh, what we would do, we would go chapter by chapter, we would choose one book, the book of Matthew, for instance, the first book of the New Testament, and then we would go chapter by chapter each week, and we would see how the God himself reveals to us his son, Jesus Christ, on the words of, in the words or on the pages of the scripture. You know, that's quite a different approach from a verse here, and then you jump yeah. a thousand years to a verse yeah. there. Maybe that's not wrong, though you could misuse it. Mm -hmm. But you're talking about actually taking a book. Yes. Yeah. You talked about Matthew and actually working through the whole story. Absolutely, because the Bible is not a collection of Bible verses. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a collection even of chapters. Yeah. It's a collection of 66 books with different genres and different authors with uh, small a, writers. Mm -hmm. With one author, capital A, but different writers. You know, it's interesting, if I were to ask someone, what's John 3.16, they would say, God so loved the world. Yes. If I asked them, what's John 3.17, <laughs> some people would have no idea, yeah. right? That God didn't send His Son into the world to condemn the world. Exactly. Yeah. But that the world through Him might be saved. So I'm, I'm hearing one principle you've learned is go to a, a book. And it's especially valuable for young adults. And Sergio, mm -hmm. if you, if you, you can probably say if, if yeah. it's true or not. Because what we experience sometimes, young adults, uh, we, uh, we do not re easily accept even religion nowadays. Mm. Because religion is just pick and choose. Uh, we, 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 we try to prove our religion by Bible verses. Yeah. And this is something that leads us away from the Bible. Right. What we want to see, we want to see like ch chapter by chapter, verse by verse, how it yeah. reveals. We're, we're, too in, we're, we're doing the Word of God a terrible disservice to turn it into a collection of different unrelated sayings. Fragments. Yeah. Fragments, yeah. And, and the, the Word in its entirety has so much to say to us, so much to reveal about God. Mm. You know, I've noticed a lot of times, it seems to me, when people say, I need to get into the Bible. Mm. So they, they go to the beginning. Mm -hmm. They start Genesis, and that's, that's okay. It's got some good stories. Mm -hmm. They get into Exodus. There's some stories there, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, first, mm -hmm. you know, and, and they never get. You started with Matthew. Was there an intention of that? I mean, that's kind of the heart of the gospel story. Is that an accident? Would you say choose any book? No, what, what I would like, I would like Sergio to answer it, this question. It's funny because I did the same thing. When I, when I went back, like I said before, Sermon on the Mountain, the beginning of Matthew. Yes. Um, this, just go, I, it, anyone out there who's wondering and searching, I would say start with the gospels, then read the gospels again, then read the gospels again, and then start branching out. But it's all, the gospel is the core. It's what everything else is pointing to. I remember a young adult, actually he was, he was a, a teenager. He was mm -hmm. only 16 grew up in a, a 
animistic culture, idol mm. worshippers, ancestor worshippers. Mm -hmm. He got a copy of the New Testament in his native tongue. He just read Matthew. And before he got to the end of Matthew, he said, I love this man. Yeah. Well, yeah. He said, my heart started burning. Amen. What a different, that's different from yeah. the way we oftentimes study the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and, and this is crucial. Uh, it's crucial also to, first of all, to start in the New Testament and in the gospel specifically, because this is the first encounter with Jesus Christ. He's the main figure of this entire book. And then it is also very important to remember that there is also Old Testament that also testifies yes. about the same. And after the break, we're going to talk about some other lessons. But if you've learned one thing, look at the Bible as a, a narrative and, and read the gospel story. We'll be right back after the break with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, in-depth interactive Bible study for young adults. Our guests, Oleg Kostyuk, Sergio Gonzalez. I'm excited. Yeah. We're talking about getting into the Word, not in a piecemeal, fragmented mm -hmm. way, but start with the Gospels. Mm -hmm. You talked about the Gospel of mm -hmm. Matthew. What else could we share with pastors, lay leaders who say, I want a vibrant young adult Bible study yeah. ministry in my local church? I, I think one thing is that um, young adults who are interested in getting into Bible study, they are dissatisfied with people that just thump their Bibles. Mm. They want to open their Bibles. But another thing we, we would recommend also is the way to do it right is to open your Bible, but open your mind and open your heart as well. Mm. Otherwise, you get into using the Bible to prove things you already believe, mm -hmm. uh, concepts that you already have. But if you open your mind and see what it has to say to you, open your heart to let the Spirit in, uh, that's when you re your life is really transformed. It's, it's important to know that the Bi Bible is not a religion in a sense, because what, most of the time we prove our religion and we come to the Bible with, okay, this is what I know about what it's supposed to be. No, the Bible is the Word of God that will transform me mm. now. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is what is important. Mm. Well, and that passion for in-depth interactive Bible study, I don't know if I say it led you to this current ministry or God prepared you yeah. for a current ministry <clears throat> called Cross Connection, yeah. which is now a global ministry uh, encouraging young adults around the world to uh, get involved in Bible study. Tell, tell us a little bit about the program, Ola. Yeah, Cross Connection is a live interactive Bible study <laughs> yeah. that, uh, that, uh, that is a live program actually on yeah. every Tuesday at 9 p.m. And we would like to encourage everybody <laughs> to join the study and experience what it really is. Yeah. Can they watch online too? Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah, okay. on our website. And it, what is like one of our logos, uh, mottos of mm. our studies, the Word of God sets our hearts on fire. Ah. And if you feel the same, don't keep it to yourself because this is what we experience. Yeah. So young adults can plug in, they can come online, they can be involved. Uh, one of the things that makes Bible study meaningful is community. Mm. Absolutely. Now, yeah. you can do that in a small group back mm -hmm. in the Ukraine or in England. Wherever. How do you build community, Sergio, when you've got a global yeah. audience? Well, we do it a few ways. Our main way really is through social media. Um, we're able to have these different 
uh, methods to have people contact us live during the show so um, someone isn't just watching. Uh, I see you there just, with your iPad. Yeah, and your, exactly. Okay. And, and, and we get a comment and I try to insert it when, it when it fits best into the conversation and we build a sense of community. Oh, Melissa sent another comment or oh great, you know, we got Kevin sent another comment from us and you actually, quite a few of them ask, you know, pray for me for this or I, I never understood this in that way. So you're experiencing other people's lives being transformed as well, which is such an incredible experience. So yeah. not everyone will have an international uh, ministry mm -hmm. like Cross Connection, mm -hmm. but you say to a local pastor, a lay leader, uh, build that community. Is there anything else, Oleg, you yeah. can do to build community Absolutely. within that group? Absolutely, because when we, uh, when when I was in uh, in just in a regular church, and I, I experienced this sense of community. The community was, if it's grounded right in right place. And if it has the right center, and the center is Jesus Christ and the mm. Word of God, mm. and if it's if the center is correct, the cross, all of us we just we will just get connected to each other mm -hmm. because we are all nearing this cross. Yes, from all our despite our different contexts of, of backgrounds mm -hmm. or, or even religious backgrounds, yeah. we will come to the same cross. And we will worship God. It's a very intimate closeness you feel with people that you experience that. Now, in a, in a, a, a local setting mm -hmm. rather yes. than a media setting, for example, did you learn their names? Did oh, you ever yeah. eat together? Yeah. I we, mean, these are practical. We would, we would have potlucks pre, like every month. Like a fellowship a meal? Yeah, a fellowship meal, exactly. It's like okay. potluck or fellowship meal. We would just <laughs> eat some haystacks. Okay, it's another <laughs> term that probably not. But different uh, delicious food. And we would still discuss the word, the word of God. Yeah. How did you get to know all the names of the people? Just memorize them. It's the best way to do it. Or you just build a community where you want to know more about those people. Mm -hmm. And this is the beauty of, I think, of, of, of the first church, of the church itself. Yeah, I've noticed on your program, correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't say, well, someone says to us from, but you mention their name. Absolutely. Yes. So there's this sense of real belonging. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know. It's just me personally, I got excited. Oh, great. We got another comment from <laughs> so-and-so. Yeah. And, and every, every Bible study, it's also open for questions. Yeah. Are you allowed to ask difficult questions? Absolutely. Not encouraged to ask mm. difficult questions. Mm. Because this is, the, this is where people can be transparent and yes. talk about yeah. Everything that is on there, and okay, again, we need to set the boundaries because it's within our Bible study, which is mm -hmm. if we study Matthew chapter 5, the Sermon on the Mount, mm -hmm. it's about what we are studying at that time. Yeah. But they can ask a difficult question. What if you don't know the answer? What do you do then? We don't know the answer. <laughs> so you're just willing to be honest. Exactly. And we will yeah. find the answer. We will try to look for the truth together. Mm -hmm. And if there's a problem, you wrestle with it together. Y yeah, we wrestle with yeah. it. Any I other insights you say, I've got to share this with someone who maybe wants to start a small group for young adults mm -hmm. studying the Bible like this. Anything else you'd like well, to share? Well, I think it's good that uh, I know a lot of your viewers are ministers or lay people. And it's good because I think it's important. It's something that affected me. I was doing my own personal study. I was overwhelmed by the things that I learned from studying with Oleg, the insights that I could not have gotten otherwise because Oleg understood the original Greek and he knew the context and all these different things that it really does bring to light, things that you maybe never could have understood otherwise. So I'm hearing you say find a group leader that takes mm -hmm. the Bible seriously. And that, it, and that it is knowledgeable, yeah. And or, pray. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Always. Or, or become passionate. This yes. is what is important. Yeah. If you're passionate, if you're passionate for American history, you will start st studying American history. Mm -hmm. If you're passionate about the Word of God, you will start you studying will study. mm -hmm. the Word of Oleg, God. Oleg, 
Sergio, thanks so much for being with us for Ministry in Motion. I hope you'll come back again and share with us what God's doing through Cross Connection, powerful global ministry for God. And thank you for joining us for Ministry in Motion today. I hope you've been challenged. Go to their website, Cross Connection, or you can go to ministryofmotion.tv. We'll put a link up for you. While you're there, you may be eligible for a complimentary subscription to this international journal for pastors called Ministry. You can write to us at feedback at ministryofmotion.tv. Tell us about your church. Tell us about what you're learning in your ministry for Him. Ministry of Motion is here to bless your life, and I pray that you would take the things you've learned even today about in-depth interactive Bible study for young adults. Be a blessing to your community for Jesus' name.